0: Are you ready to take action to attain the lifestyle of your dreams? Of your dreams? It's a great way to make a lot of money fast, fast, fast. The Show.
1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome back to the Clever Investor Show. I'm Cody Sperber, the OG Clever Investor, and today in the studio, we got Max Jimenez back in the studio, along with a very special guest today, Ooh, Mini Clever yeah, Investor yeah. himself, in the house. my what's son up? Hudson Sperber. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's What's up, bro? You ever been on a podcast before?
2: I don't think so. This is it. It. Dang.
1: This is it. Hey, we're we're going to be on too. Yeah, we're breaking you in. Welcome to the Clever Investor Show. Uh, We're going to be talking about creative finance in this episode. And just uh, maybe I'll even pepper you with a couple questions uh, about being. The mini clever investor. What's it like yeah. having Cody Spur as a dad?
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sure you're going to say all filtered or truth, all nice things on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, but, anyways, um, welcome back, guys. We're glad you're here. We've been having a lot of fun on this show. The next. Like forty-seven episodes or so are going to be all real estate. We yes. we made a decision that we're going to do
0: fifty hardcore yep. real estate episodes, yeah. and uh, I think people are loving it. I don't know if you've seen the comments and the feedback. Like people are really loving this content, this this new approach. Yeah, you know yeah. what? You
1: know what? Somebody somebody DM'd me yesterday and goes, uh, "Was Robert Wensley drunk <laughs> 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 on the last podcast we did?" He they, somebody must have thought he was. I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't know. I can't. I don't know tell but you. he was spitting fire so it was like, hey,
0: here's a Did shot. Did you give value? That was that's the real that's the real question. Yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. give value? Yeah. Yeah, but uh
1: but anyways, listen. Um today I want to talk about creative finance because when I first got into this business, uh I wanted to be a wholesaler, right? And yeah. so I was like, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to I'm going to wholesale and and at the time door knocking was really big. Oh yeah. And so that was like the model. We would go knock doors. Yep. Uh you get a, a list of pre-foreclosures. Find out which ones were as close to the foreclosure auction as possible because the theory was the closer to the foreclosure auction, the more motivated the sellers were going to be. Of course, yeah. And then go knock on their door. Uh, you would bring some leave-behinds. That's what they yep. called them, yep. leave-behinds. Leave-behinds,
0: yeah. Which is essentially your a pitch. sticky note or, or some type your of Your contact information yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: in a short pitch, something yep. that you can leave behind in case they don't answer. Or if they do answer, it, you can hand it to them and say, hey, here's the two or three options that we have available. Yep. And I gotta tell you, it, it's scary yeah. to door knock. Oh yeah, it's really, really hard. Absolutely. And you're 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 telling them I'm going to stop a foreclosure. I'm going to pay mm-hmm. cash for your property and all that stuff. Yeah, it's a
0: grind. It was a very hard business to. to and that's probably why it took me. 14- well, and especially in Arizona, right? When you got 120 degrees outside. <laughs> oh, I,
1: oh yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. So <laughs> so quickly I realized, like, hey, I could go knock 50 doors and not get a single deal. Yeah. I need to have more tools in my tool belt. Yeah. It wasn't. And and then the other thing I was doing was, okay, so I was working the pre-foreclosure angle. Mm -hmm. What about after they go to foreclosure? Mm -hmm. Where do those properties go? Mm -hmm. And they went to foreclosure auction and there was a a group. This is, you got to go back to like 2003, four, five, six. It wasn't like it is today. There wasn't like all this data online. There wasn't all this information. And so- there was a group of like, maybe like six good old boys. Yeah. The they good were, old boy club. The good old boy club. And they yeah. were gangsters. Yeah. And they were down at the foreclosure auction and they were down there and they, w- and they wouldn't let anybody new in. Yeah. So imagine this, Hudson. I would go down to the foreclosure auction and hang out. And I quickly realized like it's a bunch of mobsters down, <laughs> down there. They're They're the real estate mob. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't want newbies in there. Right. And so the way that you broke in is you bought properties through them 100%. or you sold their inventory. So my whole strategy when I didn't have a budget and didn't know what I was doing is I would go knock doors mm-hmm. all, or, or, you know, all day long. But then when the foreclosure auctions were happening, I would call all of the guys that were buying properties down there and say, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Right. What do you got? And if they said, Oh, co-, uh, like there was this one guy, his name was Frank. Frank. Big Cody, Big Cody. We, I got this property over in Maryville Terrace. It's a three bedroom, two bath. We paid, you know, forty eight thousand for it. I'll give it to you for fifty five. A hot fifty five. You want it? You want it? Move it. So I would go. Okay, he's going to give it to me for fifty five. I marked it up to say sixty. Yeah. And I would go to my three cash buyers that I knew. (laughs) Right. And I would what I would do is I would literally fly down to the house, take pictures. And video of it, yeah. and you got to go back then. There wasn't even right. like cameras on your phones. No, like right. what, they were they were pretty weak. Yeah, if there was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I used this thing called a flip yeah. camera. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would take pictures and videos, and I would try to get in front of my three cash buyers and show them. Show them the photos. Show yeah. them the photos, and that was a grind. And I would maybe because by the time I got one of my two or three cash buyers to commit. The dude at the foreclosure option, yeah. They already sold it. (laughs) Right. So I kept getting the ah, big Cody, you're just a few minutes too late. Which, which you quickly realize when that's your whole world and that's your strategy, is just trying to like scrap for deals that you got to have more tools in your tool belt. Yeah, absolutely. And my mentor, Lyle, when I finally opened up my eyes, he was all creative finance. That's all he did. And right now it's really relevant because if you look at the world we're operating in today, yeah. 53, 55% of every mortgage in America refinanced during the refinance boom over the last three years. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're sitting on a gold mine yeah. of discount, or not discount, we're sitting on a gold mine low interest rate. of low interest rate yeah. mortgages. Yeah. So when you show up at a property, if you only show up and say, hey, I want to pay cash for your house, you're going to get told no to a lot.
0: Yeah. It's going to be very defeating, especially- Especially when market. someone has a 2.5 interest rate on their, on their mortgage.
1: And there's nowhere for them to go, right? It's kind of hard to move right now, right? There's not a lot of inventory out there. And so we, uh, right now we're seeing this massive resurgence of creative deals. Yep. And it's because all these great mortgages are out there. And so imagine if you rolled up instead of saying, I'll pay cash for your house. Yeah. Sell me your house with your mortgage attached to it. Exactly. Sell me the rate. Sell me the house and the mortgage. It's such a, a better pitch. and so It is. Let's break it down. I want to break down for any new real estate investors. Anytime you're working in the creative finance, we're talking about a handful of tools or or paperwork strategies yep. to be able to lock up properties where built in financing is already there. Absolutely. So we're and every single homeowner that you talk to is going to fall into one of three categories. Either they own the house free and clear. They own the house with a mortgage, but little to no equity, or they own the house with a mortgage and they have a ton of equity. Yeah. And depending on what scenario you walk into, will depend on which creative finance strategy yep. is the right one to try to deploy. Exactly. Okay. So pay attention, Hudson. This is this is how it works. If I roll up to a, a seller and I say, Hey, tell me about your situation. And they are in a place where they want to sell or they're open mm-hmm. to selling, but they're stuck on price. They are not going to sell for one cent less than what they want, mm-hmm. which is like everybody. Yeah. Right. That's 95% not, of the people you yeah, talk to. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not extremely <laughs> yeah. motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we put you on the phones?
2: Oh my God. That was so fun. My dad, they gave me this website. I don't remember what it was. It was Deal Automator. Deal Automator. And they made me, um, you know, I had my phone. It wasn't just, just an iPhone. Um, And uh, I would find these houses. I would look, uh, especially for uh, people with, um, you know, maybe with like an overgrown backyard or, you know, no pool or the pool's dirty or something. They did virtual
0: driving for a dollar. Yep. And
2: I would call them. And I got one person that said maybe. (laughs) Nice. Every other person uh, either said, no, uh, stop calling me or just curse me out. So.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know Dang. what, though? You yeah, know what? You, yeah. you, you, what's funny about that story? So, we, you came in the office, you were hanging on, you were like, Hey, yep. I put, I want to do something. I want to do real estate like you. And I was like, Okay, put them on the phones. You did something that I would say probably 60 to 70% of adults that buy a course <laughs> never do.
0: Oh, that's like, so true. Like, like oh, really that's think true. about it. Like, that's true. Th-
1: these adults, are so scared to pick up the phone yep. and make a call because they don't want to hear the no. Yep. They don't want to get cussed out. They don't know what happens if the person actually starts talking to them. They don't they don't know what to say or do next. Right. And you got right on the phone. You were you were like 100 percent
2: When I'm when I'm just thinking about that, I mean, a couple things that go through my mind. Um, obviously the reward, if someone does say yes, it's worth going through those yeah. no's. Number two, I'm hiding behind a phone screen. I know that's not like the best thing to say, but well, hey, but they you are say though no. have you ever never,
0: that person that cussed you out did you see him at your grocery store
2: I did, did not Did see him at church there even you if, go see even <laughs> if I do magically see them the chance that uh they recognize me from my voice it's not possible shopping gems yeah. already so dude. I mean the reward is yeah you got do it ridiculous. you gotta do
0: it Absolutely. And, and
1: let, let me let me just say this dude you're never gonna get a deal if you don't have the conversation 100
2: exactly. percent uh it all starts with that initial that initial hey uh just looking at this property.
1: My my dad gave me some great advice when I was probably around your age. He said, son, you're never going to get laid unless you ask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't get what you, you can't get what you, you can't get what you don't ask for, right? That's right. No, yeah. no,
1: he never said that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't repeat that to your mom. Erase that. Yeah. Um, so think, think about this. And so you were, you were doing that. Mm-hmm. And if there was a seller that finally talked to you and said, I might consider selling, but I'm, I want this price. Mm-hmm. And then you look it up online and you realize, like, that's full retail. Yeah, Maybe that's even above what properties in the area are going for, right? What are you going to do?
2: be completely honest, I worked for $5 an hour there.
1: I was paying you five bucks an you hour. Had
2: five dollars
1: an hour. This shit ain't worth it. Is that what you're
2: <laughs> That's saying? what I'm pretty much saying. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. No, no. Um if someone what, did say I What saw, was your commission if you got a, a ten thousand dollar assignment fee.
2: Five dollars an hour?
0: He's like commission? Yeah.
2: Commission. Wait, what? <laughs> no, um, there was a... Uh,
1: so let's just say, just yeah. just just because like maybe you don't know. Right. Let's say they said, "Hey, but I want full retail," and you went to Max and you said, "Max, I got a guy; they're willing to sell, but they want like above what it's worth." Right. What do you think are some options of things that we can do?
2: Um, financing.
1: Hey, okay, you're close. Yeah, we're yeah, going down. You're, you're yeah. yeah, close. Close. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. think about it. Like, mm-hmm. so really? they they own a house, and let's say they have a mortgage on their property. Yes one of the things that Max would probably tell you to do is go back to, the seller, to the seller and just learn about their current mortgage. Yeah. 100%. Because what if we were able to say, okay, Mr. Seller, we will pay you exactly what you want if you sell us the house, but include the financing. You, yeah. It's called seller participation. Right. Yep. It's where it's like, hey, listen, I'll give you the full 300000 that you're asking for the property. Yep. But the reason I'm willing to do that is you're just going to have to be okay with me making you payments over time. Yeah. And those payments over time would work kind of like this. You already have a mortgage on your property and you're making your payments are, let's say two grand a month. I'll just step in and start paying those two grand a month. So now you don't, now you don't, you're not worried about that. Yeah. And on top of those two grand a month, I'll pay you another 500 bucks a month directly into your pocket for allowing me to do that. So even though uh, a lot of other investors might show up and say, I'm not going to pay you 300 grand, I'll pay you 250. Yep. I'll pay you the full 300 so you'll get the price you want but I get the terms I want.
0: Yeah. Right. And that's the biggest thing I think most people that are out there talking to sellers and you know they're running into the situation <laughs> where you have sellers that are asking for too much um and they just walk away from it and it's like the the the, the hardest part is like not being able to work a deal to its maximum potential. And this is why creative financing is really crucial and really important. And get an understanding that sellers will sell to you. You give them what they're asking for and they're going to trade. They have to trade it for time, over time, right? If I gave you what you're asking for, my pitch is usually this. If I gave you the 300000 that you're asking for for your property, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what you're looking to get. I'm not going to be a cash buyer at that price. I can tell you right now. Right? Of course. There's no way I can offer you that in cash. Yeah. I just want you to understand that. Right. But here's what I've done in the past with other sellers. When I had the situation come up where, um, where you're asking 300,000, um, I was able to give them what they're asking for. However, they were, they, the turnaround for that was they were able to give me time to either take over the, your mortgage and make the payments. Or if it's paid off, they, they gave me, they gave me time to make them payments. And the next question that should be coming out of that seller is how much time do you need? Mm. Right. So you position yourself a little bit different. Right. But most people don't do that. As soon as they hear 300,000 and there's a lot of motivation, too. Right. Because here's the other problem. A lot of people use this creative strategy to really convince the seller to sell them the property, even though they want, you know, retail. Uh, What tends to happen is don't be using creative to convince someone to do business with. I've seen this mistake a lot. Use creative to make sure that you're solving the seller's problem and it's the solution that fits them. And there's a lot of benefits, too, when it comes to creative for the seller. I'm pretty sure we'll get into that, Cody, down the line. Yeah. And so the best
1: way to learn this, Hudson, is start with free and clear properties. If Mm. you're listening to this and you're like, I want to learn creative finance, the best place to start is free and clear properties. And it's really easy with a software like the Deal Automator to go on and pull a list of all the free and clear houses in a specific area. And the reason we want to work free and clear houses is if I own my house free and clear and I don't have a mortgage on it and you approach me, and, and by the way, I think you have an advantage. If you got back on the phones right now, being a little kid, you'd get through because people wouldn't feel like it's scary. Yeah, right. right. You you would actually be able to get some deals. Yeah, and 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 let's say you got a hold of me and you said, "Hey, old man, you got this house? It's over at five 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 Main Street. What are you doing with it?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's been in my rental portfolio for twenty years." And you're like, "Well, uh, you, would you want to sell it?" And I go, "Well, make me the, make me the right offer. I'll sell it." Yeah. You go well. What if I pay you full asking price? Whatever your number is, I'll give you that right now. Yep. Uh, And I I go, okay, I'm listening. And you go, but here's the thing. I want you to be my bank. I want you, because you own it free and clear, to, to, I'll pay you full price, but you be my bank. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about how to learn creative finance, it's really, when we're talking about terms, we're talking about the purchase price. We're talking about the down payment. We're talking about the interest rate and we're th- talking about the length of loan. So when we're talking about terms, it's all of those things. It's like, how much am I paying full, full retail, but how much am I putting down? What would you want to put down? What's the best case scenario for you to put down on a property when you're buying it? No, no, no. If you're the buyer.
2: Oh, if I'm the buyer?
0: Just the down payment, not the full purchase. If you, yeah.
2: Least as possible, correct?
1: That's right. Yeah, the yeah, least as least amount as possible. You're, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Right. So I want to put zero down. Hey, I'll give you the three
1: hundred thousand. Yep. Right. I'll pay zero down. Yep. I'll pay zero percent interest. We'll amortize it over thirty years, meaning the length of the loan is thirty years. Yep.
2: You'll pay them over thirty years the three hundred thousand.
1: Yeah. So yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. So if I go to a mortgage calculator, I like to use usmortgagecalculator.org. dot org. If I go to a mortgage calculator and I put in Value three hundred thousand down payment zero, right? Which makes the mortgage amount three hundred thousand. If I put right. I put let's say um, interest rate I put point zero zero one because they don't let you do a zero percent interest rate in okay. the mortgage calculator. It breaks the calculation. Okay, and I say amortization period thirty years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Right. And I put calculate payment.
0: Hold on, let me see. How am I doing that right? Interest rate. Boom, boom, boom. Zero.
1: I got it right here. It's just calculating. Okay. You can see here. So it's principal only payments. 30 years. Bam. So my monthly payment is going to be twelve hundred and thirty three dollars per month.
0: Principal. And
2: are you interest. are you making money on that? Because you're just paying them back.
0: Well, I mean, eventually what the goal is to either is for you to buy it to where where you're making a payment where the where it's lower than the like market rents than what you could rent it for. Right. Got it. So, yeah. So, so because you're going to make money talking on the about rental, renting or
2: selling and resell or buying and or reselling? you can
0: assign it to a buyer, uh, you know, by asking them for a down payment, you sell a little bit higher. So there's there's a ways you can get creative. Got with it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole concept
1: is we start with all of the terms when we're negotiating a creative finance deal with all of the terms leaning in our direction. Yeah. So the whole concept is like, hey,
0: I'll but give why you- is that though? Because why what do you think that is? Because we're giving them exactly what they want, right? Yep. Yep, yeah.
1: it's price versus terms. Yep. So
0: if we're going to give you the price, you're going to give us the terms. So if we turn around and go,
1: "Hey, listen, we're going to put zero down, pay you 0% interest, amortize it over 30 years. By the time you put taxes and insurance and everything in there, it's like 1200 bucks a month." Yeah. Do we have a deal? Right. And what if he says no? So many of our listeners reach out and they ask us how they can get involved in my actual real estate deals. Our investment firm specializes in finding deeply discounted properties, acquiring them, renovating, stabilizing both single family and multifamily properties all over the United States. That's why we're so excited to share with you clevercapitalfund.com. Now, if you have some investment capital and you want to deploy it and receive double digit returns back by real estate, then visit our website and see which fund is right for you. We have both equity funds and we have debt funds where you just get paid out every month like clockwork all you got to do is visit www.clevercapitalfund.com today to learn more
2: like i said i get paid five <laughs> dollars
1: yeah well well think about it let's yeah. start pulling levers what are, yeah. the right. levers i just taught you other options the levers i just taught you are we have down payment down yep. payment okay
2: creative finance but we already tried that
1: yeah, down payment we have down payment
2: Interest. interest rate, interest rates.
1: yeah. Length of loan, length of Got loan. It. So those are the three things: down payment, interest rate, length of loan. So your variables, your variables. Yes, my variables. So if if he says no, we already know the three hundred k is the right price. Yeah, hundred percent. So now it's down. So which what what would you like to see in order to do this deal? Yep. What would make the most sense? Well, what if I said, "Hey Hudson, I need at least ten thousand dollars down." Down, right. So now we would we would. Uh, isolate the objection,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So we would say, okay, so let me just make sure that I understand this, Mr. Seller. At, you're cool with everything else. The only challenge in this deal that would prevent you from okaying an agreement here today is the down payment. Is that is that correct? So we're going to isolate the objection. Yep. Right? And if he says yes, I'm going to say, okay, so everything else, I'm going to repeat it. So everything else sounds good. The 300K, the 0% interest, the like the long month. 30 years, all that. And if he says yes, now we just got to negotiate the down payment. Got it. This is why I like learning on free and clear because there's no mortgages. There's no
0: weird stuff you got to do with insurance and trying to like learn how to take over somebody's mortgage and make the payments and not get caught. I want to hit on that point because maybe someone that's listening, like, what are you guys, just so they're not confused because I love seller finance because it's a white canvas, right? Like you can pretty much come up with your own structure. Initially, you and the seller are now like- becoming together the bank and you know just like the bank comes up with their own interest rate their own down payments like seller finance to me is ultimately like the the end all and be all just because you can create I mean you can do longer than 30 years if you want right like um you can get as creative as as creative as much as you want to when it comes to the payment to the interest rate all that stuff with subject two it's a little more difficult because what is what is set? The payment, the term, everything's already set. Because there's a mortgage in place. So for those of you that are watching, what we're talking about right now is strictly seller finance, which is your whiteboard. I love it.
1: Yeah. And that's why I love starting with this. And that's exactly yeah. where I was going right now. Because let's yeah, yeah. say we were, it, it, we isolated the objection and we knew that he's good with the price. He's good with the rest of the terms. It's just that down payment. Even with a down payment, we have levers we can pull because we can, okay, you want 10,000 down. Am I hearing that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, what if I gave you the ten thousand, but it wasn't immediately? What if I paid you the ten thousand on day ninety-one? Would you be open to that? What do you mean? Well, just it's going to give me time to get into the property, clean it up, fix it up, get a tenant in there, figure out what right. how I'm going to make money from it, and then I'll owe you the money. So it just buys me a little time, so that way I can make the property rent ready or or get a get get some cash flow coming in, right? Oh, I never really thought about. it. Okay, cool. What I'm trying to teach you here is that there is no, there's no right or wrong way to structure this. Yeah. What if I came back and said, No, I really need the ten thousand dollars down right now. Okay. Well, what if? And because just I'm, I, I, I would prefer not to put that ten thousand. out, what if instead of paying you three hundred, I paid you three twenty five for the property? I love that. And I, I was gave you, you. twenty five thousand yeah. dollars extra. So I'll trade ten for an extra twenty five. Would you be willing to do that? Would
0: you do that deal? The seller is asking for 10000 Yeah.
2: I mean, well, it matters how old I am. If I'm 95, no, but, but listen
0: to it. So okay. You're getting somewhere. Yeah. You're getting somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> probably if they're older, yeah. what do you think they're big? Do you think they're going to care about down payment, interest rate, or length of loan? Length of loan. Exactly. Because
2: they're older. I mean, if I'm 60, 55, I don't want to.
1: Go thirty years yeah. in a in a mortgage with a guy I just met online. <laughs>
2: right?
1: yes. Yeah, I totally get it. You're you're starting to pick up on this. So so if if that was the challenge was length alone, we could say something like, okay, well let's. And it, it amortization means how long the loan is, right? Right. So how many payments you make each yeah. month over what period of time? I hear that what you're saying is I'm 65. I'm not going to want to be in yes. business with you for the next 30 years. My kids don't know what to do with this. If I pass away, I don't know what to right. w- want to leave this to my family. Yep. So I hear you. What if we amortize it over 30 years, but we put a balloon in there. So it ballooned in say 10 years. Yeah. And what that means is the, pri- the payments are lowered because remember, it, everything goes back to a mortgage calculator. You go to a mortgage calculator and you put in 0% interest, uh, 30-year loan with no down payment and you hit calculate, it's going to give you a number. And if you just start messing with the down payment, the interest rate, or the length of loan, it'll change the numbers. So yep. we're just pulling levers. And so if we amortize over 30, that makes the payment lower. But if we balloon it in 10, that means there's a sunset on our relationship. Yeah. I know it's hard to understand.
2: So what, but- you're, what you're saying is, I'm just trying to understand this. Yep. It will continue paying for the, let's say the balloons in 10 years, it will continue... Paying for the ten years, and then after the balloon, the price would go up for it to pay.
1: Is Close, that what actually, what would happen is the note would just you become due. Ref- yeah, refinance or sell. Yeah, so so the seller would uh, call and say, "Hey, it's been those ten years. You need to cash me out now."
2: So that means you full. You got to fully payment. Yep, you gotta got to fully payment. You pay I the remaining
1: balance yeah. owed. So it's like right. a payment plan that's that's paid over thirty years, but at a certain point, seven years, ten years, fifteen years, whatever that have balloon you ever is
2: done something like that before
1: with the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. The time. Like like 75 All the time. times. Yeah. Does it work? It yeah. works great because works think great. about it. I'm just trying to be clever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be clever. Because my goal when it comes to creative finance is to have the least amount of risk. So I want to, if I'm going to trade price, you got to give me the terms. And so I'm always going to fight to get the best terms possible, but I'm going to give up the best price possible. And a lot of sellers will justify it, especially if they're savvier, meaning that they're a, investor and they have a rental portfolio of say seven houses and they own those seven houses for 25 years and they did their all the right moves they paid off their houses they collected their cash flow and all that stuff but now they're older and then you call them up and say hey i'll pay i'll overpay for your house i really don't care just hook me up on you be my bank and then we work out all the terms then i just i i now i get the person in every transaction that's the smartest and that's always in the best position is the bank. 100%. Mm-hmm. Cuz yep. the bank doesn't care if you have a tenant in there exactly. and you're collecting cash. The bank they doesn't still care. Want their the, the bank doesn't care if the the property's fixed up. Yeah. They don't care if they have a toilet issue. Right. You deal with that. The bank just gets their mailbox money. You know what I'm saying? All right.
0: I love it. You know, and, and here's the other thing too on the buy side. So once you assign the deal or you sell the deal, the buyers love those deals because number one is they don't have to get a hard money loan, right? They just come in with that, whatever your assignment fee is on top of that. So let's say that that seller wants 10 grand and you want to make a, you know, a, a $20,000 assignment fee. So the buyer now has to come in with the $30,000 down payment, but they have a, they have, you know, going back to that 30 year term, they now can keep a property that that they don't have to ever get, get financed on for 30 years. Yep. So buyers eat those deals up. And especially right now, you know, with the way a lot of the flippers and a lot of the buying holds are struggling with lenders, like those deals right now with the 2.5%, 2. 2. 3% mortgages, those are assets.
1: Oh, it's the gold rush. You know rush. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a it's goal the gold rush. rush. Yeah. So think about this, Hudson. Here, uh, let me tie a bow on it and pull it all together. Mm-hmm.
0: We work out a deal with a
1: seller okay. that owns a property free and clear. We, we pay full price for the house. All righty. But they allow us to step in and they say to us, Cody, I'm okay with the 10 grand down, but I'll I'll wait the until 91 days. You All have right. up until 91 days to pay me my 10 grand down. Yeah. But I'm cool with 0% interest, which means principal only payments. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with principal only payments, amortized over 30 years, balloons in 12. Okay. Let's just say that was the scenario. And we're like, okay, we locked up this deal. It's worth 300,000. We paid full price for it. I got to get this guy 10 grand within 91 days. So I got to figure that part out, but I committed to it. But I love it because every time I make a payment, I'm paying down the mortgage. So that means 100% of my payment goes towards principal. So I'm able to build wealth faster because imagine if I'm paying something off and there's no interest attached to Mm -hmm. it. All of the money that I pay on the payment plan goes right towards the purchase of the house versus interest.
0: That's, right? so that's what they, that's what they call the secret bank or the quiet bank account.
1: yes, yeah, so you're actually yeah, a, a, yeah because a, a lot of times when a lot of times when you get financing on a property, there's some interest rate attached. Mm-hmm. So let's say let's say there was five percent interest and I made a thousand dollar payment. well, in the beginning phases of purchasing a property, like six hundred yeah. seven hundred dollars goes towards print uh, right. towards interest. So you're very slowly paying the house down. But if 100% of your payment goes towards interest, you're paying the house down really fast.
2: Mm -hmm. Got
1: it. Okay, so pay attention. We agree to the 300K. We agree to the 10 grand in 91 days. We we agree to the 0% interest. And we agree to amortized over 30, but balloons in 12. Okay. I now have a house. Right. I have to make a decision. How am I going to make money from this house? So now what we're going to do, since we did creative finance on the front end, we got to figure out what are all the ways to make money on the back end? Well, If the property is a phenomenal Airbnb, we Mm -hmm. might Airbnb it because we can can make more Mm -hmm. profit potential than just a normal rental. Yeah, If it has a bunch of bedrooms, maybe it's good as like an assisted living facility or something like that. Maybe it's good as just a normal rental, but maybe it's good as a lease with an option because we have to come up with the 10 grand. So we either package it up and immediately wholesale it for say 15 grand and let the person buying it figure out what they want to do with it. Mm-hmm. We collect 15 grand as a wholesale fee, pay 10 to the seller and keep five. Yep, That's one option. Okay. So we wholesale the seller finance deal or we advertise around town. We put out these little signs all over the neighborhood, rent to own, rent to own, rent to own. And we get these calls and the call says, hey, I see a sign on the side of the road. It says that you're renting tone. Yeah, we don't care if you have bad credit. We don't care if you went through a foreclosure. Yep. As long as you got a really great job. And a good down payment. And a, and a decent down payment, we'll put you in a property. And within 18 months or within two years, that property could be yours. Yep. Because you're going to rent it with an option to buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay and and just so you know papa my dad yeah this is how we got our first house growing up because we didn't have a lot of money mm-hmm. and we were renters for many many years and my dad met somebody that was trying to sell his house, but everybody was offering him too low. Right. It was like in the late 80s and the market was kind of crazy back yeah. then. And so Papa said, hey, I, have, I just got a new job and I got a signing bonus <laughs> of whatever, 10 grand, 15 grand. If I give you the 10 or 15 grand, can I rent your property with an option to buy it for the price that you're asking today? But give me 24 months before I have to actually execute and buy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the guy saw, let, let us move in for the 10 grand. We paid rent for two years. And at the end of two years, my dad had enough job history and good credit that he was able to actually get a mortgage on the property, cash the guy out, and now we fully own the house. And that was the first house we owned.
2: Okay. So it's, it's rent It's all making to sense own. now. Rent to own now makes sense to me. And then- <laughs> What was the wholesaling so, finance so, so, one again? Yeah, so
1: so we have to make choices. once we lock up a deal- right. Yeah, we have to decide what the exit strategy- We got to figure out how to make money from it. Because we got to pay this guy 10 yeah. grand right. within 91 days. 91 days. days. Yeah. So we could hold, We could try to market it around town, see if any other buyers want wanna, it. Want
2: to buy it, yep.
1: Right? And we could just say, hey, you can step into this deal- For a $15,000 just assignment, like you don't have to go to a bank, you don't have to get a mortgage, you just, you literally, do you have 15 grand? You could buy this deal from me right now. Yep. Okay, I don't care what you do with it, but I'm going to step out, you're going to step in, I assign you the deal for 15,000 bucks. Yep. I keep five and I give the original seller 10 the ten, grand 10 that I own. Yes. Now everybody's happy. the The cash, the 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 person, the investor I sold it to, got into a deal for only fifteen grand out of yeah. pocket. No now, bank needed. Yeah, yeah, he'll make decision what he wants to do with it. He might turn it into a rental. He might turn it into a lease with an option. He might turn it into an Airbnb. We don't care. Okay, everybody wins. Yeah. Or we go. It doesn't make sense for us just to make a quick five grand. I think I can make more than that. Mm-hmm. So we put out these signs all around town. We say, buy like rent or rent to own. 20 or 25 grand down, gets you a house, Yeah, right? No qualifying, doesn't matter as long as you got a good job. Right. And we look at it, we say, the payments we got to make to this seller, because we when we did the deal, we went to our mortgage calculator, we said 300 grand, amortized over 30 years, 0% interest, and it spit out a $1,200 payment. So we go, okay, we know with principal, no interest, taxes mm-hmm. and insurance, we got to pay 1200 bucks a month for 30 years. Okay. Well, if we can get rent at 2000 a month, mm-hmm. we know that we can make $800 in pure profit on every time someone pays us rent. Got because it. we collect $2,000 from our tenant.
2: And then you got to pay the $1,200 back Out to the dude that yep. owns the house yes. to be able to pay off yep. the
1: mortgage. Yes. There you so go. now, what if I went and I said buy like rent or rent to own, 20 grand down, okay. two grand a month. Mm-hmm. And someone calls, it, calls up and they say, I'm a new entrepreneur. I started a business. I'm doing really well, but I'm not bankable yet. Yep. I, if I go to a bank, the bank's going to say, Do you have two, two years of job history? Yeah. And I, no, I just started my business six months ago, but I'm online and I'm, or I'm, I'm doing Bitcoin. I'm doing, I'm I'm making a ton of money, but I don't have the job history and the bank's going to go, sorry, we can't give you a loan. Come back in two years. Right. So, but then they call me and they go, I've only had my business for six months, but I got 25 grand saved. I'll give you 20 of it. And the two grand a month is no problem. Mm -hmm. We go, great. Fill out a rental application, fill out an option agreement, They pay me the 20 grand. Right. They move into the property as a tenant with the right to buy it for two years. So we give them a 24 month option. Got it. Or an 18 month option or a 12 month option. We get to decide how long they have of a period before they have to execute and buy the house. Right. But the point I'm making, now we made even more money because now we got 20 grand up front Mm -hmm. plus two grand a month. So we give the 10 to the original seller.
2: 10 yep. 10s in our pocket. Ten.
1: We're smiling ear to ear. We're like, "Dang, yep. that was cool." Plus every month when they make their payment, we make $800.
2: And how quick do you think that would happen the one where you get the 10 or 5 grand or 10 grand? How quick does that happen? Does that take like a lot of effort
1: or The wholesaling part? Yes.
0: Well, what do you think, Max? No, I think the wholesaling part. I mean, honestly, you can, on, on specific deals like those mm-hmm. where you structure them that way, where the seller is the bank for you. I mean, the buyers are just waiting. They're like, they're like- They go like uh, this. Yeah, exactly. Bam. Exactly.
1: Those go quickly. So you have, that's, this is where the struggle comes yeah, in. exactly. Do I take the quick cash of five yeah. grand or do I put in a little bit more work? It might take me a month to pull this off. Yeah. But on the other end of it, I get 10, 10 grand. grand plus 800 yeah. bucks a month.
0: You might have to wait a little bit, a little bit of time because like maybe 90 days or whatever, right? To put the signs out and all that. So you'll have to make the payments for those three months out of your pocket. So you have to think about that as well. Um, but. On the long run you get 10 and you get 800 every month for the next whatever 24 and months max what happens how often does somebody actually execute the option within the 2 years Man like one out of 10 maybe Okay 2 out, of 10, one does, out of 10 And what does
2: Do you want them to or no Well you want them, you Of want course them you to, want yeah? them yeah, to Yeah, yeah. yeah you they, want
0: Yeah you want them you, to If anybody gave you
1: 20 grand you want to see them win Yeah But the reality is a lot of people get 18 months in and you check in on them. Like, how's things going? You're paying me rent every month. Like, everything good? Like, oh, everything's good. But I'm actually going to be relocating to another state now. (laughs) Yeah, And you're like, oh, well, best of luck to you. See you later. Or, hey, my business fell apart. I went and got a full-time job and I'm just doing that.
2: And then, sorry, um, for the example you gave the person moving away, you own the house now, right? We or just the- we've always, always owned the house. We've always, always yeah. owned the house. Because we're okay. just renting the, it to them. That's yeah. the one thing I was confused yeah, about. Yeah,
0: you're just renting to them with the option to them to, to, buy, to it. buy it. And what that, and, and how, they, how they're how they secured in that option is the down payment. Alrighty. So your dad doesn't go and try to option it with someone else. Yeah. Okay. So it's still legal doc.
1: Yeah. So we have a, a agreement that you're renting it and you have the right to buy it for a certain period of time. Right. But let's say they don't execute the option, and at the end of the two years, they say, "Hey, Hudson, thanks for giving me this opportunity, but I'm I got I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to do this in time." You, as the investor that put the deal together, you can do a couple of different things. You can say, "Hey, well, how much time do you think you need?" Mm-hmm. Well, I might need another year. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, why don't you give me a thirty five hundred dollar year extension fee, and I'll. Extend you for another year, and I'll bump your rent from twenty two thousand to twenty two hundred bucks a month, and we just keep going. And yeah. at the, end, we'll give you another year, mm. especially if they're good
0: paying on every single month, the two thousand, right? You know, so I just made yeah.
1: another thirty five hundred bucks. Plus, now I'm making a thousand bucks a month
0: yeah. in pure cash flow. Wow. Or I can go
1: to them and say, "Man, that that really sucks."
2: Unfortunately, unfortunately,
1: you got to move out. Yeah, and if they move out, guess what? I do all over again
2: get another tenant in there or is it tenant right yep. That's where we're now, yeah get in get them in there same thing you know repeat rent the process buy. yeah yeah. yeah yeah another yeah. option another option.
1: another 20 grand yep. and now I'm making ridiculous returns <laughs> okay oh so wait and it, by the way one more thing if yeah. they stay I might say hey listen because you've been such a great tenant I want to what what's your challenge well it's just my credit okay let me get you free credit repair mm-hmm and I've done that for people before where it's like, okay, we're close. Let me hire a credit repair company and see if within six months we can get you credit repair. You want to do everything yeah. you can on your side. I was side just going to say help that. Them out.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that. You want to be as fair as possible and, and help them out as much as possible because at the end of the day, you, you have their down payment. I mean, obviously, there's still an agreement no matter what. So the agreement is you are going to buy this property at month 18. But also, it's like, okay, I made these efforts. So when you do decide not to extend and kick them out, I did everything possible for them.
2: And then connecting to that, um, why wouldn't we want to, after that uh, two-year mark, why don't we want to kick the tenant out to make another easy 20 grand?
1: Well, it's not that we don't want to. Right. It's just there's always a fine line between making money in being ethical and being a good human being good exactly human being. so you got to like walk this <laughs> line loyalty. Like, now yeah. now let's say they've missed a bunch of payments, payments over before. the course of the yes. two years oh, yeah, and yeah. they're just yeah. really struggling even making the payments it might be better for to all parties them, to yeah. say listen you can't afford this house yeah. right it's better if you just go yeah. yeah now when you put down an option to buy a piece of real estate that is a non-refundable payment mm-hmm. to the investor for the right to buy the property. It's not really a down payment. It's not being credited towards the property. So it's like a fee? It's yeah, it's like yeah, it's fee. an option fee. It's called yeah. an op, it's called the option price. The yeah. legal term is option price. Right. And so when somebody pays you an option price of 20 grand, that money just goes right in your bank account yep. and that it's just for the rights to buy the property right. whenever whenever the uh for whatever length of the option. So yeah, we do probably mathematically want them to move out and move somebody in and do it all over again. As a good human, we want to help them in every way we can to get it done.
2: And I guess there's a certain point if you have a bunch of these houses, there's a certain point when you won't be, you know, you, needing you don't that need next the money.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, this is our community. This 100%. is the market we're working in. Yep. hundred percent. These, You do a good job with a seller or a buyer or a lease option tenant, they're going to turn around and refer other people to you. Right. Yep. This is why you always got to play the long game, dude. I've seen so many people come in this industry and they're cutthroat and they're sharks and they're kind of like that. They're new, right? And they're so hungry to make money and they're so aggressive that they miss the bigger play. The bigger play is to build a brand in your local market as a real estate expert that people could like, know, and trust that bring deals to. Yep. My mentor, Lyle, do you remember Lyle? I don't know if you remember. You were really little. I was so, <laughs> i mean, You were little. Um, yeah. Lyle, the guy who taught me the business, he was like, right away, he goes, Cody, there's going to be people that are going to sideline you. There's going to be people yeah. that are going to bully you and push you around and pass you over. And they're going to be cutthroat and they're going to cut you out of deals. And, and they're going to sue you and they're going to lie to you and they're going to steal from you. And I was like, damn, like I'm like a I'm like a new green entrepreneur. (laughs) And I'm like, this sounds horrible. Like he he doesn't want me to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And guess what? Everything he said was true. Yeah. Everything that he said was gonna happen happened to me. It is. But he said on the other end of that, he said, But Cody, if you rise above all that and you always play the long game and you protect your brand and you have integrity and you do what you say you're gonna do, on the other end of that, all those people will be coming in and out of the market. Mm -hmm. They'll be going bankrupt. Because they're going to burn every relationship. And we know some of these people in our industry. There's like a blacklist. Absolutely. Yeah. Of yeah. guys like John May. Yeah. <laughs> that are out there that nobody wants to do business with. Yeah. Right. And they don't even know it. Or they, they pretend like it's like, no, yeah, people talk about blacklist. bad about yeah. you. Yep. You know, I'm throwing some names out there because you can't be no. m- awful to people right. and expect people to go to bat for you. 100%. And be there for you, and this—that's why investors get a bad rap sometimes, because yep. they're too cutthroat and too sharky, right? Yep. But we don't got to be that way. So help the person, and if they bow out after we tried everything, game on. Let's yep. go get another lease option tenant. Yeah. Let's go get another twenty k and do it all over again. I like to talk a
0: little bit about how you see all the scenarios that happen, right? And 100%. the money you're making yep. monthly and the down payment, but that would not happen if you did not get this deal under creative terms. Correct. Right. We go back to your calls and now you got people that want, you know, so much money, but they need to sell, but they won't go lower than that. And all this that we just talked about, wouldn't happen if you don't get it under creative terms? Yep.
1: Yep. So we start with free and clear properties and then we move over to properties with mortgages on them. Yeah. And there's two different creative financing strategies that we focus on if there's a mortgage in place. One is called a subject to transaction. One is called a wraparound mortgage. They're almost identical concepts, mm-hmm. just different paperwork. Yeah. Right. So if you have a mortgage on there and you have a three three percent mortgage, I don't want you to get rid of that. Yeah. Right. Right. Because if you think about a, th- a three hundred thousand dollar property, three
2: percent mortgage low, low. Yeah. Yeah. Price. It's an and, asset.
0: It's so, a yeah. It's right now. That's like gold mine. It's a gold rush.
2: 'Cause the mortgage rates at right now are yeah, 6, six, had, six, 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 seven? six yeah. seven
0: percent. It went up to eight earlier, but yeah, whoa, think a, about that. Like
2: a year ago when what was it was almost nine, right? Wasn't it like
0: uh, just recently, yeah. 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 So if you put in a three
1: hundred thousand dollar mortgage at a three percent interest, uh amortized over thirty years with property taxes of one point oh, yeah, your more, your monthly payment is $1,264.
0: Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. It's
0: low. Yeah. So, and rents, I mean, anywhere right now are going to be somewhere 1500 and up. Right. 1500 on a low end place. Yeah, yeah. So right away, we're going, ooh, that's gold. Yeah. And that's really
1: the gold rush right now. If I was a, an investor and I was working in an area, I'd go, okay, I need to teach myself very quickly how to do a sub tour or around mortgage, mm-hmm. how to do a, a seller finance, and then how to make a cash offer. Right. Those exactly. are the three kind of basic tools that you need to have in your tool belt. And a subject to and a wrap is essentially this. We're going to come in, we're going to m- make you an offer to buy your property as long as you leave your mortgage in place. Yep. We're not taking we're not calling up the bank we're not saying hey we want to
0: qualify for a mortgage can we
1: can we assume this mortgage? yeah we're not
0: assuming the mortgage because a lot of people confuse that like uh, even like newer people are you assuming the mortgage i always get asked like no we're not assuming the mortgage yeah which means that we're taking the mortgage from their name to our name right that's the mortgage assumption but we're not doing that it's staying in their name
1: yeah and there were some mortgages like back in the day like va mortgages where you were able to kind of call up the bank and you know take over somebody's VA loan. Got we're it. not doing any of that. Yeah. All we're doing is saying, listen, we're going to step in. You're going to deed the house over to us in a sub two transaction. That's how it works. You deed the house over to us, but you leave the mortgage in place. I'm going to make your payments every month. Imagine how scary that is for a homeowner right. that just met you yeah. on the phone. <laughs> you're like, wait, you're just going to make my payments? Like, how do I know you're going to make my payments? But I want
0: to make would a point. you
2: also point. like my social security number with that too? But I want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> but I want to make a point on that because we don't want to scare these newbies. Like the reason why someone would do that is because of the motivation, right? What's their motivation? Is it distress or is it gain, right? Distress, they can't, they're hurting financially, personally, uh, emotionally. Gain, they might have to relocate, right? New job opportunity. That's the reason why people would do that, right? Trust right. someone to be able to take their mortgage over is the motivation? Then what I said earlier when we started, it's like most people use these creative uh, structures or this creative strategies to convince someone to do the deal because they won't take a three hundred dollar cash offer, and that's that's kind of the, why why what you brought that up. Where like they got to trust you, right? Got to build rapport. Oh, yeah. You got That motivation's got to be there, which is the 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 hardest
1: skill to learn is how to build a relationship with somebody mm-hmm. that you just met over the phone, exactly that you maybe never see in person ever. Mm-hmm. right? This is why we do all kinds of tricks. First off, we 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 never tell them, th- you know, this is what we want to do. We do you want to do with this? Yep. No, it's, hey, listen, here's a bunch of your options. In fact, do you want to pop over to a Zoom call real quick so we can right. see each other? I want to go through some things, yep. right? We're always just trying to break down the, the fear barrier and the walls by saying, hey, I'm just a normal person. I'm on your side. Hey, I can make a cash offer. It could look like this. How does that feel? Right. Oh okay. So that doesn't feel good. Like what if we did this? Would what would that look like for you? Yeah. 100%. Right. We just keep throwing out different options and scenarios and before you know it, they're like, Well, tell me more about that. How yeah. does that look? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it would work like this. Like you're going to, you know, we'll take over the property, but we'll leave the mortgage in place. We'll make your payments every single month. In fact, I can even hop into your online banking, put my bank information in there. So my, so the payments are made like automatically every month. It just pulls the cash yeah. right out of my bank account, goes right to your lender they pay the more it gets, everything gets paid and then you get a receipt of it. And if at any point in time you want to log in and see that the payments have been made, you can log in and, and see that the online payments were made.
0: Yeah, that's why when I'm, when I when I talk to our team or are training our team about, you know, pitching a creative deal, whether it's subject to seller finance or even innovation, right? Because I, 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 I clump that in with like creative, right? Because you right. have to be creative with it. It's like the way you're going to pitch this is you first, because you're always going to start with the cash offer and you got to, you got to move that seller away and unplug that seller from the cash offer and then say hey even though i'm not going to be your 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 buyer at the at the one lump sum we do have another solution that we've helped others when we're at this point right here would you like me to tell you about that right that's how you get someone to say yes tell me about creative right <laughs> and like perfect Hear yeah, who's how, gonna
1: be like, no, I don't want to hear anything <laughs> about that.
0: That sounds awful. Yeah, well, no, but the thing is, like, all right, you know what? Well, the cash offer doesn't work. Well, you might be in the bank, and the seller's like, "What yep. just happened here?" Right? It's take away what you've been doing for the last three, four, five, six, seven, eight phone calls, and then present your present this new solution. If see if they're open to have that conversation, right? And yep. then boom, you position yourself and you negotiate even better. Because how great would it be if if we can go
1: out there and get. 10 houses yeah. in the next 12 months, right? Where the seller sells us the house, they deed us the property, we control it, but we leave the mortgage in place. Where every property pays us 800 bucks to a thousand bucks in pure cash flow, right? How many of those do you, if you had 10 houses making you a thousand bucks each oh, per man. month, that means you got 10 G's Ooh-wee. a month coming in. What would
0: that do for you? Yeah, your, what would you do? How you many do, video bro?
1: games would you buy would you gems with and shields and widgets on?
2: Dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> What's the game you're playing right now? Rust.
1: Rust, Rust, Rust. That's the that's Interesting. the game. Is that what that's you the hit game. Yeah. <laughs> that's hit game. He told me the other day. He goes, Dad, how much do you think I spent on Fortnite? Up to the, was it Fortnite no, or it was Roblox? Roblox. 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 Okay. How, many, how much? Even this,
2: though I I stopped playing that recently, I was going through it, just seeing my.
1: <laughs> how much did you spend? Like three Gs or something. <laughs>
2: eleven grand in the past year.
1: <laughs> you
0: spent eleven thousand. dollars Eleven
2: thousand dollars.
0: What if a house paid off?
1: Here's what's it's funny about.
0: Here's what's it's funny. Ferver's like what?
1: Oh my god, I want to die right now. It's like Can we stop the podcast? Yeah, you 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 know what's crazy about this? You know what how, what this little bastard did? He memorized my credit card and debit card. He oh, saw it one that, time, dude. and he memorized it. No Instantly. No, no matter no matter how many times he changed. good. It I so, heard
0: him on the phone with his homie, and I'm like, oh, dude's good. Jesus, I wonder where he learned it from. What's it like being my son?
2: Dude, I'm scared to grow up because of how amazing it is, and like, of course, you've been doing these things where, you're like, you you show me what it's like in the real world. You know where, you know, people aren't, of course, as fortunate. It's not like I chose. You know, I was like, oh, I want, I want your, that. Dad. Your little
1: sperm didn't swim faster, <laughs> knowing like that, that, that that's going to be my dad.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. but um, <laughs> you know, I'm very fortunate, and. I have I a great memory.
0: <laughs> I have a great oh, memory. Does that
1: mean you're gonna take care of me when I'm old? Are you gonna wipe my butt? <laughs> Ooh. No. <laughs> He's <back laughs> out. No, it, it, are you gonna are you gonna run the football further down the field?
2: That I will do.
1: I hope you do. Good job. Are bro. you gonna are you gonna become a – what what do you wanna do when you
0: grow up?
2: I actually wanna be a pilot. I love airplanes. I love the science behind them, aerodynamics, but
0: a very good friend of mine is a pilot for Delta. So if you ever yeah, want to know some, but yeah. But my, my,
2: what I want to do, because I want to make money. I want to make yeah, more money than what a pilot makes. Yeah. I want to be able to buy a jet and rent the jet out as me flying it. Because I, w- I want to fly a plane. That, yeah. That's what I want to do. But okay. I also want to be that's, able to make money.
1: Okay, so that sounds dope. because then you can they can also write, sell or finance a jet. They rent 100%. your jet and then they pay you to be the pilot. Exactly.
2: Not only are they paying me to rent the jet, they're also paying the I
1: need to be a pilot. Let's go. Uh, can I be your business partner? <laughs> I like this. You'll buy the jet. I'm not gonna. Well, depends on the my cut. Ooh.
0: How about we? Put, how about if we get in the phones and you close some deals? <laughs> <laughs> five dollars an hour, dude. We'll give you five percent commission no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, listen. I've been working. I've been working his mindset since oh, the day he didn't yeah. even understand. And process. Oh, you can tell. Yeah. How yeah, many times good. have we gone out of the house? On your way to school. And what do I always say?
2: Be humble. That's like the... And be a leader. Set a standard. Those are the three things I love you that. always say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hell well, yeah. I mean, I think it's important. See, I fucked up one day. I went... Uh, oh, I, no.
2: I, yep. I uh, You begged
0: ahead. me. You begged me to do what? You wipe. say you wouldn't wipe him, so now he's okay. to yeah, yeah, You begged me to begged do what? I begged him
2: to pull up in the Lamborghini that he owned. And I want to remind everyone, I don't have a dollar to my name. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm just kind of taking the blame <laughs> off me a little. Bit. It, I I um, wanted my dad to pull up in his Lambo that he had, um, and it kind of ruined my reputation at school because people people knew I was well off at school, but like I think after that they, they were it. getting jealous and mm. like
0: oh yeah, yeah, there's there's people in life that won't be happy for you. That's no, no. True. And
2: After that, I mean, and what was that? That was sixth grade. It might have
1: been fifth grade
2: or fourth grade. No, it was was fifth grade. My entire sixth grade year, purely because of that, it was bullying and all that stuff. And then I moved into a new school for middle school and it got a lot better. But um, my smart ass thought it would be funny to, you know, be the class clown and all that stuff. And that kind of ruined my reputation again. Through those two years, it was a lot better. So not than, the Lambo,
0: you did it to yourself. Yeah, I did yep. it to myself. And then now
2: I'm in ninth grade and it's been amazing. I mean Let's go. Cause around eighth grade, the end of eighth grade, you know, I really Yeah.
0: You learn mature learn. Yeah. What what's the best thing you like about being in ninth grade?
2: Ninth grade. Um periods are a lot shorter. Okay. And but uh they have Instead… Or how do I explain this? So in middle Pop school… They don't yeah. even
0: have those anymore? Pop quizzes? You remember those? Oh, yeah. Not really actually. Yeah. In
2: middle school, the periods were at one and a half hours… But we only had one oh, elective yeah. each longer. day.
0: It's longer in middle school. Yeah.
2: And now in high school, we still have six periods… But they're an hour long. Um, But we have a 40 minute lunch… And another elective. So like culinary or wood cuttings. You so should sell elective. or
0: finance the time with your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> look look dude you know what i love about this conversation right here is mm-hmm.
1: is you had to learn a very valuable lesson about your reputation
2: 100% going through
1: that because oh. look how i screwed up is i fought it i fought i said no way cuz i knew kids are brutal yeah. i was like no way am i pulling you up in the lambda like it's just not worth it yeah and But you wore me down, and it was like, oh, it was like the end of the year, or it was like it was like a end of a quarter or something. You are like, I did so good. Like, come on, it's just down the street. And I, I, I only dropped him off at the bus stop, bus
2: stop. So it wasn't even at
1: school. It was I drove him across the street from my house to the bus stop, like a one minute drive in a Lambo. (laughs) But as soon as we got out, this guy and I said, "Listen, dude, you got to be humble." You know what he does when he gets out? (laughs) Yells, pulls out. He's like, "Hey, (laughs) who's here?" Hey, and he's like. Oh, dude. big you swinging you know yourself. what yeah. he's, he's yeah. just he's strutting he's yeah. looking at the girls he's pointing at them <laughs> like in slow motion and stuff <laughs> kind of looking at the other guys like what you ain't got this <laughs> like it's my lambo he's doing the it's my lambo dance and i'm just like in the car i'm just like oh my god this is not gonna go well and it inflate his reputation of course yeah. they, oh. nobody here's the thing people and this just sucks but yeah. it is what it is yep Everybody, even the people that love you want to support you, but they really don't want to see you doing that much better, better than them, than them yep. because you're raising of enthusiasm, you're raising of your intention, you're elevating of your game and your income and your skill set and your energy and your attitude and everything like as you move up the success food chain. You're going to meet new people. You're going to outgrow old people. You're going to think about money different. You're going to think about society different. You're going to think about rules different. You're going to think about everything. Your whole psychology is going to change. But the old people, they're they are they're not there yet. All you're doing is reminding them of their own shortcomings. Their so insecurities. Yeah. Their insecurities. So it yep. sucks because everybody that I know has to go through this evolution where it's yeah. like they start off and they think, well, I would never act like that if I had money. I oh, would right. never be that way. It's like. Okay, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah, you know, and as you become more and more successful, you realize that people that are super successful, they're not—they don't have Lambos and flashy stuff. They're wearing jeans. Yeah, and they do have a private jet. They got real money. They—they—they got private banking relationships that they don't go to the normal branch. You know, the, I'm talking about people with yeah, hundreds yeah, yeah, of millions yeah. of dollars. Yep. They got that, they, they big, got that
2: platinum Mastercard, you know the one when you hit it. Oh, they it's got, it's got the better than that.
1: There's this black. It's probably one you can't. Oh, There's yeah, this about. palladium. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's is definitely not platinum. Yeah, um, no, it's it. a black. But it's, but it's funny because when I first started making, like, let's say I made my first uh, five hundred thousand in a year, I thought I was balling. Oh yeah. And then I, but I looked across the street and I saw the million millionaires and how they lived, and I was like, oh, I wonder what that's like. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I go over and hang out with them, and I realize, oh, they kind of watch different shows and they listen yeah, to different yeah. podcasts and yeah. they act a little different, and they all have cool watches watch and it. and and cool cars and stuff. So I go, then I made my first million, and I bought the watches and I bought the cars, and I and then I looked at the people make, making two million a year or three mm-hmm. million, and I'm like, oh, they take lots of vacations, they do this, they do that. So then I went over to their house and I saw how they lived, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go figure this out. Yeah, you do realize that. Every new level is a different psychology. And right. Every new level is a different way of operating. And eventually you outgrow all the bullshit yep. along the way. And you realize the Lambos don't matter. the All the luxury crap doesn't matter. All you do is build yourself this luxury prison. Yep. That's very expensive, very expensive. And prevents you from doing the one thing you should be doing, which is... Making money, living below your means, and buying as many cash flowing assets as possible. And as long as it's the right asset, like commercial real estate, like the building we're in, you don't pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So if I make $10 million,
2: you don't pay tax?
1: You don't pay a dollar in taxes because we bought the right assets with the money. Yeah, the assets is what avoids you from paying the tax. And that's when you finally start becoming wealthy. The difference between rich and wealth is time. Rich people make a lot of money, but they live a luxury lifestyle and they are always on the hamster wheel, even if they're making a million, two million, three million dollars a year. Right. Because that money, it's based around, they always have to replenish it because it's based around them spending it so fast on their lifestyle. Wealthy people parked their riches into the right assets to buy time. Yeah. And once I got that, I was like, oh, shit, Lambo's got to (sighs) go. That's why I said. That's why, that's why you're always like, Dad, when you can buy another cool car. I'm I not. don't even.
2: I don't even think my favorite part about the Lambo was the car. I think it was the car shows that we were able to go to. I, I like cars. I love cars.
0: Yeah, probably me too. But you and, know what's cool yeah. at your at your age, like actually recognizing that. Yeah. You know that? Like, because mm. there ain't too many 14 years old that are out there that are talking like this, right? And right. it's it's part of your, your, your teachings from your dad. But I love that. Just hearing you say that, like, that was my biggest mistake and I learned, I learned my lesson yeah. and that, you should applaud yourself for that because that's yeah. huge. Yeah.
1: And the be a leader part was always like, look, dude, I can only carry the baton so far. Mm-hmm. 100%. You got to run it down. The, you got to run this football down the field. Yeah. A lot further than I, and it's your obligation. Yeah. I, my dad handed me what he could. Yeah. Our dads, our parents do the best they can with the information we have and the resources we have and the environment we grow up in. And we fight hard to get out of that. But then at what point did we do as good as we can? And now we hand it off to you.
2: Right. And so
1: I hope, thank, first off, thank you for being on this podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was kind of cool to have a different this dynamic. This was so
2: cool. Like, You want like
1: to do another
0: the- one?
2: I'm, I'm down to do another one. I thought this would be like some boring old one. Like,
0: come on, man, you're with your dad and Max. Really? I know it ain't gonna I be think, boring.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, this was really cool, and I liked how we were able to talk about multiple things. I know yeah. some podcasts they talk about the same thing over and over. Yeah, those again. other
1: lame ass podcasts yeah. out there, not the Clever <laughs> Investor Show.
0: Oh yeah, but uh, by the I, way, I, subscribe. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but I hope, I hope that you do learn some lessons about leadership because you're the next gen that yeah. has to come up and set 100%. a standard. And I guarantee none of your friends are talking about assets. None of your friends are talking about how do I get a seller to give me their house on terms so I can create a thousand bucks a month in cash flow and 10 grand in my pocket immediately. Yeah. No, they ain't talking about, no, we're, we're, we're in the real leagues yeah, exactly here. Yeah. And, uh, but if your friends, if you find a friend that wants to start a business, if you find a friend that is trying to light up, don't yeah. be that hater, be yeah. that cheerleader, be like, that- man, up. I think that's amazing. Let's talk business. Yeah. yeah you got to be standing on business. Standing on business, man. Guns and butter, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, (laughs) if you made it this far in the podcast, (laughs) I want to give you something for free. Go to fliphousesbook.com. It'll teach you the wholesaling process that we talked about in a lot more detail. There's a free training class that comes along with it that uh, will really explain everything that's in the book. Uh, I've given that book out over 100,000 times. People rave about it. I think it'll really help you out. Go to fliphousesbook.com. Grab your copy today. That's all we have for you. Thanks for hanging out. If you got some value from this, make sure you share it with a friend. And also we'd love to get some positive reviews from you guys. Uh, It's your way of giving back. uh, Just kind of letting us know that we're on the right track with the show.
2: 100%. We're
1: out of here until next time. Take care. Comb your hair.
2: Sperber's out.
1: Peace. Hey, Cody Sperber, the original Clever Investor, host of the Clever Investor Show podcast. And I'm shooting this ad right now to let you know that this podcast exists. It's finally out and we have some amazing guests. So please, I'm begging you. Can you just come and give our podcast a listen? I've been doing real estate for a really long time. I've accessed some of the coolest people in the world. We were having all these amazing conversations and I'm like, what are we doing? Let's record this and actually put it out on a podcast. But the problem is I have to let people know about it. That's where this ad comes in and this is where you come in. You're going to be able to learn from successful entrepreneurs, get in-depth interviews from amazing leading experts. You're going to learn real estate investing strategies and tactical training strategies that work in today's market. We're going over market analysis and different market predictions. You're going to be able to engage in an awesome community. And we go into some pretty deep dives on the mindset of what it takes to win the game of money and in life, plus lots of bonus resources and exclusive content. So what you're going to want to do right now is click the link that you see on your screen and give the show a subscribe today. Day. We have amazing guests like Ken McElroy and Robert Kiyosaki and Wes Watson and Pace Morby and Jamil Damji and Vina Jetty and a whole host of amazing men and women entrepreneurs that you're going to love to learn from and get to know. So what you want to do right now is click that link and give the show a subscribe today.